Welcome to the Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 50, The Journey So Far. To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you are there, check out our patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. So today is a very exciting day for Josh and I. Um, uh, this episode is episode number 50, and it's just a really big milestone for us. And um, we're really just excited to have accomplished 50 episodes. Um, yeah. It, I don't know. It's just crazy that it's here, but, um, you know, hitting 50 episodes, we really wanted to take a moment and kind of thank everybody, all of our listeners and supporters for kind of being there and sticking this out with us or joining in, um, as they have. And, um, you know, sharing this exciting journey with us. Yeah. We're so appreciative of everybody who's been with us throughout the journey and um, who's joined in lately. Uh, You know, we really wanted talking through this, we wanted to make this a special episode where um, we highlight some of our goals as a podcast, um, notable topics we've talked about throughout the season or the the, the different episodes. And then, um, you know, really touch on some facets of wellness Uh, over time. Um, we've explored many topics on the show and tools um, that have helped us along the way on our own wellness journeys. Yeah, one of our main goals with this show has been to really drive ourselves to live our best life and um, kind of along the way, really just motivate and inspire others to do the same. And, um, you know, Josh and I are both firm believers that wellness directly aids into living your best life and, and vice versa. I mean, the two truly coexist and, and bolster one another. Yeah, I think 100% without, you know, without wellness or having some form of a wellness path or expectation, it makes it extremely hard to, to kind of reach those goals and expectations of yourself. Yeah. And I mean, a, a huge thing, in, in, and I think this is a you know, kind of a big driver realization, you know, that, that at least I've had is, is that we just, we really only have one life to live. Right. And, you know, never really knowing how long we're going to actually have on this earth, you know, um, it's, it's all the more important to live a life that is, is fulfilling to each of us and, and that we can look back on and, and really be proud of. And, to me, at least life should be an adventure, um, with many amazing memories, um, that we can kind of look back on in the end. And so, you know, for me, that's like a a huge part of why I'm, I'm constantly working on myself and, um, you know, trying to be the best version of, of me that I can be. Um, and, you know, obviously we think that it's important that everybody do that. Yeah. And I think it's also important, you know, when you look at living your best life, um, remembering that it looks different for everyone 
And uh, although, you know, many of the tools to get there are the same, um, the journey and the uh, the life itself are uh, very different between individuals. Yeah. And I think that's, it's really important to note that too, you know, because when we talk about this stuff, you know, we're sharing our journey, right? And and a lot of the tools and, and things that we've learned along the way and that were helpful for us. Um, but, you know, um, everybody's journey is wildly different and, and that's okay. And um, I think a lot of the tools that we kind of talk about that we found helpful for ourselves, you know, um, they can be used by other people, but sometimes they might be used in a different way, you know, um, because throughout our past episodes, you know, there's been many tools that we've discussed. Um, but I do think that there are definitely some that, that kind of stand out more than others. Um, and that might be used more frequently for, for everybody. Um, I, I know that that kind of rings true for myself. There's, there's several that, you know, we frequently talk about. Um, and I think that a lot of them, you know, it really kind of comes back to what the situation is or the lens that you're looking at that particular tool through and how it's going to be used. But, um, a lot of them get used time and time and time again, just in, in various situations. Yeah. And as always, uh, these tools and topics are not, uh, really the end all be all, um, everything that we are discussing is what we have found helpful for us. And, um, you know, many, different others, I think have found them helpful as well. Yeah. And I think that they, you know, the, the tools and, and stuff, they, um, you know, they might differ for others. So like Josh said, this isn't the end all be all, you know, just because we, you know, share a story of how something worked for us or what have you, it, it might not look this exact same for somebody else, but that tool still might be helpful just in a different way. Yeah. Um, one of the, you know, one of the topics we discussed previously, um, comes from episode seven where we really took time to detail the five pillars of a phenom's mindset. Um, these pillars really are tools that are often used in wellness and, um, really work to help create that best life we're all kind of searching for. Yeah. Yeah, some of those, um, we'll just kind of run through the list, but are being pragmatic, having fortitude, emotional intelligence, goal setting, and being committed. And when when Josh and I made this list of things, um, we really kind of tried to go through, um, you know, everything that, all the tools that are kind of at our disposal and, and some of them that kind of, you know, resonated a, a bit more heavily, um, and they get used more frequently, um, in our journeys. And, and that's kind of how we came up with these five. Um, but I think for me, one of the, one of the biggest ones is emotional intelligence. Um, I know that, you know, for me, emotional intelligence embodies so much different stuff within it. And, um, I mean, it's kind of how we regulate our own selves, how we react to situations or react to others. And, 
um, you know, kind of how we almost conduct ourselves in life. And, and a lot of that stuff ties right back into emotional intelligence. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I like that one too a lot because it, it's, you know, we talk about wellness and wellness being a journey and, and kind of going all throughout life and always growing and, and, um, you know, working on your, your wellness and, you know, improving and, and finding areas you can do better. And I think that emotional intelligence is a great one because there's times that we're good at it and there's times that we're just not going to be good at it. Um, I think that, you know, certain things that happen in life add stress or for whatever reason, um, it's something that I feel like it's one of those, those items that's always being critiqued and, um, improved as you go through your wellness journey. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think a big part of it too is like, you know, it's, it's really the ability to be aware of things too. Like, you know, how we communicate with other people, how we even, you know, communicate with ourselves, the self-talk, you know, um, and, you know, that awareness piece, which we've talked about so much, um, is really a big part of just wellness as a whole, because, you know, I think that's a huge part of improving Mm -hmm. is being able to have that sense of awareness and, you know, and then we talk about having fortitude and, and that's part of this too, is, is having that fortitude to be able to change things that we might realize we could maybe make better about ourselves. Um, and, and I think that that's a big part of how we progress. But, um, I think that the other big one is really goal setting. Um, I think that's, it's just a huge part of, you know, when we look at our lives and kind of dream of where it is that we want to be in life, goal setting is how we can start moving towards those bigger dreams. Yeah, I think goal setting is a huge one. I mean, without without setting goals or kind of setting expectations for yourself, it's extremely hard to get to where you want to get to um, and accomplish the things you want to accomplish. And I think, um, you know, finding the right structure and, and, you know, checks and balances within those goals to make sure that you're on track and, and making adjustments when you need to can be extremely helpful in, in getting into that best life. Yeah. Another thing that, that we've talked quite, quite extensively about, um, that I think gets used quite a bit within a person's wellness journey is, is comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, I know Josh likes to talk about this one a lot. You know, it's been a huge thing for him, um, as well as myself, but, um, it just, it's one of those things that, that when we look at, say changing ourselves for the better or setting a goal or trying to reach a dream of some sort. Uncomfortability comes with that. It's, it's not always going to be, be a comfortable thing. And I think that, you know, us as humans were, we're wired to seek out that comfortability. Um, That's why you see, I think complacency a lot with other people because we, we get into this comfortable zone and we feel safe and secure there. And, and so sometimes it kind of hinders us, I think, from really kind of like being able to move ourselves forward or change, you know, for the better. Yeah. I think, um, you know, really the comfortable being comfortable, it, it can affect or help in every, 
aspect of your life. You know, I look at life as this journey and, you know, you're going through life, but I think a lot of times, like Logan was saying, we expect comfortable, being comfortable in, um, in our lives and for things to kind of flow in that comfortable flow. But I think that's somewhat of an unrealistic expectation because life happens, things happen, unexpected events happen. Um, and I've kind of tied this into my fitness life, you know, working to, always be training and pushing myself. And, um, what I believe it does is it kind of builds these mental ticks in your brain that, you know, I can do hard things. I can push through tough circumstances. And for me doing it in the, in the fitness realm, I think it translates into, you know, my personal life, my business life. When those things come up and those challenges happen, I think it's easier when I am comfortable being uncomfortable to kind of take those situations head on and um, not find them as daunting and kind of be able to push through and, and, and kind of enjoy the fight of life instead of just wishing it was easier. Um, you know, I use this with my, not necessarily comfortably uncomfortable, but, I, you know, I can remember telling my kids when they think something is hard or, um, you know, one example is my daughter, this isn't really super hard, but in a six-year-old's life, um, was invited to a birthday party and she wanted to go and then she woke up the day before and was nervous and, you know, wasn't sure how many people she was going to know and didn't want to go anymore. And I said, look, go, you'll have fun. I guarantee you'll have fun. Just go talk to people, push through that angst and try to have a good time. And she came back and she had a blast. And I told her, I looked at her, I said, look, you can do hard things, huh? And she's like, yeah. I mean, if you just get, get that mindset going to where I can push through these things and I can fight and, um, I'm still going to be okay through the fight and in the end. Yeah. Well, it's, it's amazing how, how much stuff in life can cause anxiety or fear and people will often stop right there in their tracks and, and not do something because there is this level of fear and or anxiety that comes along with it. Right. And, and, and that is kind of what, you know, this comfortable being uncomfortable is all about, right? Because think if we stopped ourselves every single time we had some level of anxiety or fear with something new, and then we just didn't do it, what would we be doing with our lives? It's not to say that it would be all for nothing, but I mean, how much better could your life be if you are constantly pushing yourself to go out and have experiences and meet new people, try new things. Like, even though, yes, there might be a level of fear with it or, you know, anxiety. I mean, I've, I've dealt with anxiety much of my adult life. And, you know, it's, it's not to say that it's easy to deal with, but it is an amazing thing when you do deal with it and you push past it because amazing things can happen, you know, and it's much the same too. Like I look at it from a business perspective, you know, I mean, I can sit and make a pros and cons list about everything. And if there's even one con on the list, it's probably some level of fear or anxiety that goes along with that. And so if I just stopped, well, guess what? I wouldn't even be a business owner today. You know, I would have just left it right there. But 
that realization that, that we have to find comfortability in the uncomfortable helps us push past that and do things that we may not have done otherwise. Yep, exactly. And I think it just makes it, as you, as you get used to it and, and, you know, more comfortable with it, I think it allows you to kind of filter through some of that angst and, and unknown and, um, you know, some of the, the predetermined, you know, thoughts we have about what, what something's going to end up being like, which I think a lot of times are wrong. Um, so just being able to push and keep fighting. Yeah. And it's not to say, obviously do everything that causes you anxiety or fear, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's again, that level of awareness and using our emotional intelligence and things of that nature to be able to discern between what is and is not good for us. And, and looking at what, what could the outcome be, you know, mm-hmm. question it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm fearful of this, but could it maybe go different? Like, does it have to be that as scary as I'm making it seem, you know? Um, one of the biggest ones I think that we talk about constantly um, and is a huge, huge driver for us as, as people, um, for wellness as a whole, um, for living our best life, it all ties back to us defining our why. And I know Josh, Josh has been big on this. You know, he talks to me about it all the time, you know, um, but defining your why is such an important thing to do. And it, it, it's the driver behind everything that we do. Yeah. I think it's huge in, in, um, you know, it's almost like that base for, for what we do, but also, you know, it gives you that baseline, I think, uh, barometer or, um, you know, temperature test or whatever you want to call it to say, what am I, why am I doing what I'm doing? And, you know, how does it align with where I want to go and the person I want to be? Um, I think a lot of times we get into, you know, life and, and moving along and we kind of lose the why because of um, maybe obligations or, um, whether that be work or family or, you know, just the fast pace of life where, you know, almost, you almost feel like you don't have time to analyze, you know, is this, is this for the right reason? Is this not for the right reason? Because this life goes so fast and starts speeding up and, you know, we have stuff we have to get taken care of. Um, I think the people that are able to really dive deep within themselves and um, really, first of all, understand who they are, their pros and cons personally, and then kind of where they want to go and how they want to either affect change in the world or, um, you know, that along with living their life and maybe the, the energy they want to put out into the world, but whatever it is, you define it and that's your why. Um, and you know, you know, I want my work, my family, my goals to push me towards that. And, um, and then once you do define that and work through that, it allows you to, you know, as we always talk about this, the lens, you have a lens to filter through life changes, life decisions, um, things that come at you. Uh, you know, do I need to change jobs? Do I need to move? Should I stay? Just, you can filter all these things through this why and help you stay on track to where you want to get to in life and becoming the person you want to be. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, 
it's really important too, because, you know, we talk about being comfortable, uncomfortable, right? And a lot of times when things do get uncomfortable, our why can be a huge part of that driving force that allows us to persevere through it, right? And and know that, well, here is why I want to do this. This this ties back to, say, my core beliefs, my core values, my passions in life. This is why. Like, I, and, and, and you can know confidently that this is exactly why you should be doing this. And it can help you push through all of these things in life that might feel uncomfortable, but you know that it's for good reason because it, it directly ties back and correlates to your why as a human being. And, you know, I, I kind of like, look at, you know, when we're chasing something, um, that we're, you know, supposedly passionate about, right. And like, why are we chasing it? Why are we passionate about it? Like being able to define these whys, because I think that we all have our core whys, right, as a human being. But I, I think that there's all these other little whys as well. Like, you know, with our job, why are we doing the job that we're doing? You know, why are we friends with who we're friends with? Like, do they add value to my life? Am I adding value to their life, right? Like, they're, when we start looking at our why and the definition of it, we can start to find answers to a lot of the other things in life that we may be questioning, or, you know, maybe we're not questioning or maybe we need to. And just, and it gives us this level of confidence because once we know what our why is, we can go back and say, well, I'm doing this job because of X, Y, and Z. You know, I am friends with this group of people because of X, Y, and Z. I'm, you know, living this type of life, yada, 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 right? Like it, it it allows you to tie these things back to you as a core person and, and what your beliefs and values are. And I think a lot of times too, um, the why can really help with, you know, why, why you do anything, why you're living the life you're living can help when you get into those situations where maybe you do come under stress or you do come under um, maybe a frustrating phase in your life where things don't feel like they're going your way. But I think that knowing your why and knowing where you want to get to and how you want to get there through setting goals um, can really help filter out some of those maybe poor decisions that might happen along the way if you do hit those ruts. Because I think without a why or without a goal, and you know everybody in life is going to come through some situation that's difficult and, and trying. And I think in those times, it's the easiest to lose sight of where you want it to go when times were going better or good. And, you know, using your why as that good base and filter can really help maybe avoid some of those drastic changes you might think of in a, in a lull um, and help you hold on and, and keep going towards your goals. Yeah. Well, and I think there's, you know, a lot of times in life that we might find ourselves kind of astray down a path that we don't even necessarily want to be on. You know, we might find ourselves kind of lost in the woods, right? And mm-hmm. and it it kind of is a way to refocus yourself and, and get yourself off a bad path too, you know, and moving back in the right direction. Um, you know, another thing that we talk pretty extensively about is knowing what you can and cannot control. And I think this is such a huge thing as well, because I think in life a lot, um, we get so caught up in 
a lot of things that, that we really don't have control over, um, like other people or maybe how our job is going, if things aren't going well and, you know, um, you know, politics, you know, to some extents, right? Like there, there's, there's all sorts of things in life that, that we have little or very like no control over at all. And, and sometimes I think that in life we get so focused on that and we start devoting so much time and energy to these things that we can't control that it becomes kind of detrimental to us as in, you know, in our wellness journey and our, you know, path to living our best life. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, this is another add on to kind of that emotional intelligence when you're, when you're able to reach an ability to where you can filter through the things you can't control and be able to say, I'm letting that one go. I'm going to focus on what I can focus on. That's going to make a difference. And I think it's so hard for us as people to do that because we crave control and, um, you know, I think we have a false sense of a lot of control over many of the things of our day to day. I mean, you know, you can decide where you work and and things like that, but I think there's so much that happens in a day that we have no control over. And a lot of times I think those are the things that just irritate us the most. And I don't know if it's the fact that we don't have control over it or, um, you know, I really don't know what it is, but I think this is something that I, really struggled with, especially when I was younger, um, and would let things irritate me and, and boil over and get super frustrated. And I think, um, you know, over time and, and situations I've went through in my life, I've been able to figure out and look at things and actually filter things on, can I control this or can I not control this? And I can tell you when you can get to that point and pause and think about it, it's such a relief when you can actually say, I have this doesn't deserve any of my time because there's nothing I can do about it. Even though I might want to do something about it, I can't. So let's move on to the next thing and focus my energy on that. So I think it's something that really can help people just kind of gain that, that peace of mind once, once they uh, kind of work and, and um, really kind of just build that skill. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Josh highlights a perfect point for another tool that, we want to discuss today and that's that's the power of choice and you know i think that a lot of times you know in life especially like you know kind of what josh was saying sometimes there are things that are just out of our control we might you know run across a situation in life where we we have something happen to us and there is absolutely nothing that we can do about what it is that did happen to us but one thing that we do have is this power of choice to be able to choose, you know, how, you know, we want to react to a particular situation, you know? Um, and I think it goes far beyond that though, is, is, you know, we have a choice in how we might move forward in life. You know, we have a, a choice in so many things, how we, how we react to people, how we react to ourselves, you know, our emotions. Um, and there's a lot of power in that. And I think sometimes people take that for granted and, and overlook some of that power of choice because, you know, we might feel a certain emotion and that's okay. 
But I think that sometimes we forget that we do have that power over it to decide how we want to move forward from this, you know, um, you know, did we get in a bad car accident and our car's ruined, right? You know, you can choose to sulk and be angry and mad about it, or you can choose to realize that, well, it happened and this is a really crappy situation, but we got to get it fixed, right? We, we have to move forward. We have to get back on track. Right. And, and you know, it, might not make you happy. <laughs> yeah. But but you do have some level of choice in the matter to how you're going to react to it. Yeah, and I think that's a huge huge thing to remember, especially um as we go through life and 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 things come our way, I think that, you know, remember and I do have a choice on how I'm going to react and how I'm going to how I'm going to step up for, to it is uh, huge. I think it can make a a big difference and um you know, I know in in some of my situations in life and and bad decisions I've made, I think I've been able to help myself a little bit by kind of facing them head on and, and just kind of stepping into it saying, I'm going to make the best of the situation. So a good way, a good thing to try on that journey to a best life. Yeah. And it's a hard thing to do, but when you do it, a lot of times you come out a lot happier in the long run. Yeah. Um, in episode 15, um, building a community, uh, Josh and I defined a phenom as a person who is unwavering in their journey to become the best version of themselves with a drive to dream big and inspire others. And we wanted to reshare that with everybody because we, we find it to be so important in life. And especially when we talk about living our best life. Yeah, we really feel, you know, this quote stands true today. Um, we really want to continue to work on ourselves alongside all of our listeners. Um, we really want to continue dreaming the big dreams and chasing those goals for the podcast, for ourselves personally. Um, and we hope that each and every one of you will be inspired to do those things and in turn inspire those around you to do the same. Um, I don't think, you know, we're just so grateful for everybody tuning in and, uh, sticking with us on this journey. Yeah. We couldn't be more excited and we're, uh, I think really excited to see to what the future holds. So, um, we'd love to hear from any of our listeners and supporters, you know, um, what you might want to hear in future episodes, things of that nature. But, um, we intend to keep trucking along and, and doing the show. We're having a blast with it. And uh, yeah, we definitely are. Uh, we hope you are too. So, um, don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on new episodes, and you can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms, until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.